Welcome to the Mission Advancement Podcast, where we attempt to address the stigmas around nonprofit fundraising through the lens of the power of relationships. Your mission is worth advancing, and we're here to help you fund your mission for good. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mission Advancement Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my colleague and friend, Lacey Young, and we're going to talk about a topic that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Some people have very strong opinions. We used to say hot sports opinion about (laughs) this topic, but I think we may disagree on a few things, but I think ultimately we're going to land on the same page. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I'm optimistic, Lacey, that we're going to get there. I really am. Uh, Today we're going to talk about giving days. So see, I told you, she's already cringing. (laughs) And so I want to say that I am not, we're going to... This is going to be interesting because we're yep. going to sort of take opposing views. Absolutely. As I said, I think we're going to end up in in the same ballpark. But for purposes of the conversation, we're going to kind of take different views on yep. this. And as I said, there's a lot of controversy at times because mm-hmm. uh, giving days can be clumsy. They can be time-consuming. They can be counterproductive. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they can be very productive. And if we do them right, there are some things that um, we might look back and say, you know, that was that was worth our time and effort. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't hate them. No, I know. But I will be taking. The you don't con hate on them, this. but you don't like them either, right? <laughs> yes, so, yes, I, yes. You know, I get it. Hot so, button. as is with conversations like this, we will make some gross generalizations, <laughs> but only for purposes of conversation. So, again, just bear with us as we kind of go on this little yeah. short jaunt on giving days. Yeah. So, Lacey, what are some objections typically okay. that organizations might have or individuals might have to participating in giving days? And when we talk about that, it's things like Giving Tuesday, mm-hmm. which is typically the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. There are regional ones around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are some objections that folks generally have to participating Mm -hmm. in those kinds of days? I think that some may have objections that it's a little too transactional. (laughs) And by some, I'm pointing at myself right now. Yeah. Right? Um, It may feel like it's just an easy thing, and it's like a one-message thing, like a a one and done. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got one chance to send this to all these people, and they're going to give within 24 hours, and that's it. And it may give a sense of, oh, if we don't hit what we did in these 24 hours, we're a failure. Yeah. Because it's like this finite time, right? I think that sometimes people aren't actually giving to the organization. They might be giving through a third party. Mm-hmm. And that might be confusing for yeah. a donor, but also for a development operation. Yeah. So if you're giving to a third party and then say the development operation may not even get the results of who all gave for days, and then you want to be able to thank them, right? Um, also, it may say that you didn't even give to that organization. You may have given, mm-hmm. technically, if we're talking like legal purposes, right? For tax purposes, you did not give to that organization. Right. You gave somewhere else and they gave it to the organization. And that is the case very yeah, often. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think that um, sometimes there's a lot of pressure to participate in giving days. Um, I know that, you know, Giving Tuesday, which, you know, is a newer concept when it comes to the the mad dash of activity post Thanksgiving, right? So there's the Black Friday, Small Shop Saturday, um, Cyber Monday, and then maybe someone was like, wow, all these people are giving all this money and just buying things. What if they gave this money and, and gave it to organizations? So it's a great concept. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I'd rather say, don't go buy the flat screen TV because you already have three of them because it's, you know, 
250% off, go give a gift to the organization you love. So I love that. But people might feel really pressured to be like, well, well, we didn't do a Giving Tuesday campaign mm-hmm. or we haven't done this. And mm-hmm. so it's pressured. I think another thing um, is sometimes there's fees associated with it. So organizations may not want to have their donors pay a fee or the organization doesn't want to pay the fee. Yeah. Um, when you ask someone to give in a very specific way, you are assuming that's how they want to give. Mm-hmm. And when you do a giving kind of day like this, um, again, and I'm, I'm kind of coming through a lens of like very specific giving days that I know I've been a part of. There may be a variety of ways to do this, but if it's only going to be people that are giving via credit card or debit card, you might be missing on donors who don't give that way. Yeah. So what I hear you saying, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. did you find a TV for 250% off? I know. It sounds like a great deal. I mean, As I was saying it, it out like loud, I was thinking, to me, but... that's just them giving you a TV and giving you money at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. Well, Which... I would like to shop there. <laughs> so I what I hear it. you saying, yeah. sorry, I just had to get out of the, that out of my head, but um, what I hear you saying is oftentimes organizations are tethered mm-hmm. to something that causes them to lose control of what this feels like for them and their donors. So those are legitimate reasons yeah. to feel somewhat strongly yeah. about not participating. Yeah. yeah, and it may not be the exact, um, you know, you can't really tell your whole mission sometimes in a finite way like that, in a right. one email or a social post. So you're kind of putting all your eggs in a basket to say, I hope they understand everything that we do, Yeah. right? So maybe that might be hard, but so, okay, so yes, I might've taken the negative on this a little bit, but I, I do think that there's a good way to use giving days. Mm-hmm. So why don't you talk a little bit about what are some reasons that people would consider participating and that they that they like it? Sure. Well, I will say that one of the reasons why I believe that there's a place for these is that I've actually experienced what it feels like to do it properly, to do it well and thoughtfully. And I think that's the key. Oh, that's the, the word thoughtful is so good to this because if it's just a thoughtless thing, mm-hmm. it's going to be that transactional, right? Yeah. And you have to put time and energy into actually getting results. And it will never be the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of organizations tend to feel they go into it that way thinking, if I do this, it's mm-hmm. going to solve all my problems. And yeah. it really doesn't. In fact, in some cases, it may create mm-hmm. some additional problems for you. But I think one of the reasons, compelling reason why organizations might consider doing it is, bottom line, they can raise a lot of money in a relatively short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's always going to be compelling. At what cost? I think we can mitigate mm-hmm. some of those things. I think potentially they, re- can, they can require little work. I mean, if you think about all Absolutely. of the marketing buzz that's happening typically around days like Giving Tuesday, we have a local regional one here in our area. Everybody's talking about it. It's on the news. It's on the radio. It's on social media. And a lot of times, organizations can ride the wave Mm. of that marketing to their advantage by doing it again thoughtfully and strategically. And sometimes, honestly, it's conspicuous if you don't participate. So I remember early on in my um, tenure as a practitioner where we chose not to participate. Mm -hmm. And I was um, the recipient of several emails and calls saying, Angel, Everybody out there is doing this. Why aren't we doing this? And I don't know that I had a strategic reason for not. It was just, let's not do it. Mm -hmm. The following year, we thought through it very carefully, and we actually began to do it, and it became a very productive opportunity for us. Mm -hmm. But again, we were in control of what that felt like and sounded like to our donors, and also we weren't at a lack of control. 
right. in terms of violating and compromising our standards as think, an organization. I think that's so important because again, if it's something that you're just doing because everybody's doing it mm -hmm. and you don't put any thought into it, then if you get gifts, great. Yeah. That's going to be by accident, right? right? We want this to be on purpose. So you probably, the year that you went back and did it, you probably didn't decide the week before Absolutely that you were going to do it. Yeah. You we probably built, had a plan in place. We built a whole communication plan around yeah. it. It was, it became a, campaign, a campaign of sorts, mm -hmm. but it was very organized and structured. Yeah. And I'll tell you, if you look at the numbers, they're pretty compelling. Okay. So I did a little research. Okay. I know you're impressed. Let's see. <clears throat> In 2022, so Giving Tuesday is, as we said, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. In 2022, in the U.S. alone, $31 billion were given in 24 hours. I mean, wow. Okay, so that's billion, billion. with a B. $31 billion were given, just U.S. Wow. That's 15% over 2021. Okay. And... By 35 million donors, so $31 billion given by 35 million donors. If you think about the population of the United States is about 330 million, wow. that's about 10% of right. the U.S. population. And gave. people and people don't think there's philanthropic people out there. Come on. Right. Now, there. that could be gifts of, you know, a dollar. It could true. be gifts that's of $100,000. But the point is... A large percentage of our population gave gifts. Now, that was a national mm -hmm. movement. Right, right. We just came out of recently a regional one mm -hmm. in our area. A um, lot smaller scale, obviously, but just in the North Texas region, $63.9 million were given wow. this year in wow. 18 hours. Yeah. 6 a.m. to midnight, mm -hmm. $63.9 million that's an increase of 1.3 million over last year. That 63.9 million was given by 97,000 donors. Wow. I mean, and 3,200 organizations benefited from that. Yeah. So you bring that, you zoom that lens in mm -hmm. to our local region, 3,200 nonprofits mm -hmm. were the recipients, the beneficiaries of that kind of generosity. Yeah. So again, if you think about are there resources out there? Absolutely, they're out there. Can we be strategic in mm -hmm. and opportunistic about taking advantage of that while at the same time not compromising our values, our standards, our philosophy? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you know sometimes whenever we've taken um, you know a stance on something like events or something else that's more of a transactional level of kind of fundraising, this falls in that bucket because again, it can work to your advantage if you're doing it and you put thought into it, then you actually have something to achieve. If you say, oh, let's just have an event to have an event and see who shows up, or let's just do a giving day to see what happens. But if you, it would be an accident if someone gives you $10,000 on a giving day mm -hmm. because they've never given to you before. Right. But if there's a donor who you know could do something like that, um, you're, you're planning it. It's just like an event with a paddle raise, right? If you're doing a paddle raise in an event and you don't have people already that you've cultivated mm -hmm. and already asked that gift for to say, yeah. hey, when we ask for $10,000, you've already committed, will you raise your paddle? It's going to be crickets. Right. It's the same with a giving day. If you don't have that plan in place and you haven't already said, here are my donors that we're going to cultivate and I'm going to um, prepare them, 
so that on that day, say, hey, would you make your annual gift this year on mm-hmm. this day? Mm-hmm. And they may say, no, because I give in a different quarter because of right. when I get paid, blah, blah, blah. But they may say, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And I think something interesting, so I know some of the, um, like even some of the local ones that are here in, in Texas, but they may actually open up and they do like that early giving. So it's 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 opportunity right. for them to learn to cultivate. So I think that is good. Again, so I'm yeah. not just the only going negative on this. Yeah. I think that, you know, if we're going to talk about what what are ways that you can participate in giving days and what are things that you know people can do, it's just what I just said. It's to plan it. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going into it thinking, I'm just going to use social media for this, then just call that a marketing campaign. Right. It's not a fundraising campaign. Right. Great. Get it's your name not, out there. It's not strategic. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a great thing for new people to come and see you, which mm-hmm. is what we would do with events, right? Yeah. Which is, it's, it's a tool in our tool belt. So use it. Post on social media. Do a campaign for it, but plan it. And, and know that if there are people that like to give in that way because you've learned who your donors are, mm-hmm. then they're going to want to do it. If you don't know, it's going to be one of those giving days where, you know, everyone's like trying to get everything together and they're putting out a bunch of emails and we got to get in front of all these people. And then someone's like, oh, well, I, I don't know you that well. Yeah. That's not the time to ask them for a significant gift. Correct. So I'm looking at you and I can tell I'm winning you over <laughs> Listeners, she's turning on I this. Am. I am. I uh, think so- they're... I think they're good if they're done in a thoughtful manner. Okay, I agree. So with there, that. there, 100%. you got me. You got so me. while we're while I've got you yeah. moving in this direction, what are some tips? What okay. are some things that can guide organizations if they are going to participate in Giving Days mm-hmm. to make sure that they do it well? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned this phrase um, earlier to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. It is. It's popular. It's when it's happening in your local community, you hear about it, you see it. Um, if it's happening nationally, it's everywhere. Um, and if you're able to control your own narrative yeah. and your communication plan, then do it. Mm-hmm. But but ride the wave in a positive manner. Not, oh, well, this school or this organization, they raised their entire annual fund on that day. We can do it too. It's not going to happen by accident. That school probably worked really hard to raise their whole annual fund on one day right. or something like that. And so I think being able to communicate what your mission is and why you're asking them to give on a certain day is going to be really, really important. Um, another thing that I just want to throw out there is, yes, there are days that are tied to, you know, Giving Tuesday mm-hmm. or these other like kind of local giving days. It's like, you know, where they want the whole community to be involved, which is great because like you mentioned, that's over, what did you say, over 3,000 organizations were benefited in for the one in North Texas alone. But why not have a giving day just for your own organization? Yeah. What about the day you were founded? Mm-hmm. You say for 24 hours, every gift that's given, you know, and you get a matching gift beforehand right. and you say, we want to give, and it's it's your day. How special to do that, Yeah. right? They can still give on the other days, but make it about you. All, again, they're giving directly to you, mm-hmm. not to a third party. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can celebrate internally. So yeah. that may be something that I, I think could be a tip. Um, yeah, you know. that media wave is huge. It's huge. I, I think I, so when I was doing a little research, I think mm-hmm. I read that last year, uh, on Giving Tuesday, it trended number one on Twitter yeah. all day. I mean, well, formerly Twitter. I guess yeah. it's X now. I but, mean, yeah. It's either Giving t- Tuesday or Taylor Swift. So what are you going to, you know? I'm not sure. What, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll pass on that yeah. one. But, um, but yeah, that's an important piece, right? Yeah. The wave. Um, I, th- I think another is it has to fit into your organization's fundraising rhythm. Absolutely. It, it can't violate, you know, your principles or your philosophy of fundraising. It can't work against your wanting to establish a culture of philanthropy. If it violates those things or if you allow it to, then it's going to be counterproductive. It won't feel good. And it doesn't matter if you raise some money. It 
you have to question whether it was even worth it. Yeah. And so making sure that it aligns and to some extent, we have some control mm -hmm. over that as an organization. Mm -hmm. But I think that's an important piece because it could do more damage than yeah. good. No, absolutely. Um, you know, so, you know, building relationships with your donors, making sure you're setting them up to understand why they're you're asking them to give on a certain day mm -hmm. is huge. But I think sometimes with, and I think I see this in a lot of the local giving days, there's other organizations that are involved in it. And so if there's a foundation that maybe is giving to a match or you have a donor that's giving to do a match, right. use that, right? Mm -hmm. Use those relationships, figure out, um, you know, how you can um, inspire others to give through this mass giving day, yeah. right? Because again, it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to meet your annual fund goals if everyone gives you $25. Mm -hmm. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. That's just like the 101 of mm -hmm. relationship-based fundraising. But if you use it and you figure out here are the right people, um, you know, sometimes in these giving days, you know, I mentioned before that like there's fees about stuff and that's that's hard. You don't want to do that. So what if you have a donor that covers all the fees? Right. Right. Um, you know, different things like that. I think you can do this in a good way. But again, it's going to go back to uh, shocker building a relationship with your donors. That's right. And and so let me piggyback on off that, because I think that's such a key thing mm -hmm. is you don't want your donors to feel this. All year long, Lacey's been talking to me about giving in this way, and now she's throwing me a curveball by doing this. You don't want your donor to be in a position to try to figure that out. Mm -hmm. So factor them into your strategy. Yes. And I'm a very strong proponent of Mr. or Mrs. X, if this is the day that we're giving as an, a community, let's say, can I ask you to make your gift on that day? You alluded to that yeah. earlier. In many cases, they want to do something because right. they want to be a hero. They want to be a part of it. And they want to help you succeed. But being very intentional about asking, don't compromise your relationship-based approach in order to jump on this bandwagon. Yes. Use the relationship-based approach yes. to help you advance your success on this day. Yes, don't compromise the relationship-based <clears throat> approach. Right. That could be the theme of this podcast. Don't ever comp it doesn't matter how lucrative the opportunity is. I love it. Don't ever compromise that. Mm -hmm. Those donors can help you build momentum and really help you inform a social media campaign yeah. throughout the day to say, hey, we got a huge bump, or here's our noon update. You plan that as part of your communications plan where throughout the day you can say, Look for an update at this time, this time, this time. But again, don't compromise yeah. the relationship-based yeah. approach. And I think going back to that relationship-based approach, which is something we talk about all the time, is fulfillment. Mm -hmm. If you're not following up with them and thanking them in a way, you're going to miss out on all of it. So yeah. again, people may give you gifts. You might find new donors just like you would if you were having an event. Someone who's never heard of you before because your, your organization pops up on a list or their friend shared it on social media. And they say, oh, Susan loves this. I'll give a gift to that too. Okay, well, that person may actually be a great donor for you, but if you don't ever follow up with them, mm -hmm. how would you ever know? So having right. that follow-up plan, making sure you're closing the, the loop, building the relationship, even if it's with someone who's a first-time donor to you, we all know getting that second gift is the hardest thing in the whole world, right? So take the opportunity to say, hey, these people found us and they learned who we are. Now let's really cultivate them. Mm -hmm. But you got to put in the work for it. That's right. Yeah. So this has been fun. And so so let's land the plane on this. I think we're in agreement. Yes. I think we ended up where we thought. I know. We were gonna, or at I, least I did. I've come around in a different way. Again, if it's done in a proper way that takes intentional planning and thoughtfulness and yep. you're putting the donor first, mm -hmm. I'm going to come around to whatever it is. Well, I'm 100% on board <laughs> with that. Um, this, these are important opportunities, but it's important to be responsible in how we approach them. Mm -hmm. So if we participate in these kinds of days, make them work for you. Mm, Don't right. be beholden to 
what they want it to feel like or sound like. Use what you can. Take advantage of all the media hype, as you said. Cultivate your donors. Relate to them personally like you always do. But make this check the boxes that you need checked. And at the end of the day, if you're able to grow your relationship with donors, raise some significant money, and have an opportunity to tell your story and highlight your mission, then everybody wins. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, something you said a minute ago of like, it can't be everything, but make it work into the rhythm, I think is the word you used, right. of, of that cycle is mm -hmm. that it should not be the strategy. There you go. With capital letters, right? It should be a part of your strategy, you a tool go. in your tool belt. It's something that you plan out when you're doing your development calendar at the beginning of your fiscal year. Figure out when these giving days are. Participate in them. Be make your own giving day, mm -hmm. but have a strategy for it so that you can maximize it and then turn those into really great relationships. Yep. So friends, there you go. There you go. I could this argue was, with you all day long. This was fun. Yeah. So fun. If, if this is arguing, it's I can handle it. Done. You win. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mission Advancement Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at missionadvancement.com for additional content. And never forget that your hard work in nonprofit is changing lives every day. Keep funding your missions for good. We'll see you next time.